All right, hello everybody, and thank you for joining Trump Support Nation. This is your host, Charles Ambergy. So today we are going to be, we got a lot of different um, topics that we are going to uh, cover today. I do want to say thank you for all the support on my recent uh, podcast, all the shares, all the likes, all the great comments and feedback, and I appreciate uh, all the all the support from this podcast right here. Uh, I do want to tell you, so every day that we wake up, guys, every day that we wake up, it is closer and closer and closer to the 2020 election. So I made a commitment that um, most of my podcast, most of my shows that I'm going to be doing from, you know, here on for at least a while, for at least a while, um, a, a, a lot of my podcasts and most of my podcasts are going to be pushing the great agenda of President Trump and all the great things that he has accomplished and all the success from the Trump administration. I think that's something that we need to be talking about. I don't see it anywhere. You know, when you turn the news on, you either see the coronavirus or Black Lives Matter. There's riots, all these different things. And, you know, it's getting closer and closer and closer to the 2020 election. And there's a lot of people out there that... (laughs) You know, there's a lot of people out there that just doesn't understand and doesn't really know, you know, all the great things that our president has done because, you know, they scroll on Facebook or they scroll on Instagram or they turn the TV on. They listen to their favorite celebrities and they're all, you know, bashing Trump and he's just a racist and he just wants to kill black people for no reason. And, you know, all this. And then that's what they think. And it's no fault at their own. They were just brainwashed. They took the bait from the media. And there's a lot of people that just doesn't understand um, the great things that our president has done. And no fault of their own. You know, they took the bait and they they do not um, have a mind for their own. They will not research. They don't want to hear facts. So share this as many times as you can. Get this word out there. If you don't want to share this show, just please let people know the accomplishments and the success of the Trump administration. Listen, guys, the election is getting closer and closer every day, and it is the most important election in our history. But anyway, so that's what I have been talking about. Today, I am going to do a couple of different topics. There's just a couple of different things on my mind that I want to talk about. So we're going to talk about um, just just a few different things. But I am also going to bring a few points up of um, the Trump success of his administration. Uh, Today we are going to be, unfortunately, we have to talk about the two police officers that were killed in Texas. I do want to just talk a little bit about that. I'm kind of angry at all the media, not just not just the fake news, but I'm also a little bit angry at Fox News for not covering this more than they have. Um, I also want to talk about the rise in COVID cases, okay? And there's a different take. I seen, I think it was yesterday morning, I seen... Um, It was a doctor that came on Fox News. I think his name was Dr. Atlas. He came on Fox uh, Fox News. And he was explaining that his take on why he thinks uh, there's a rise in COVID cases. And a lot of them are close to the southern border, our southern border, and Mexico's northern border. So it's it's close, you know, to the border of Mexico. And there is a lot of cases rising there. And also... Excuse me, the protest. There's a lot of, you know, there's rising cases in the areas of protest. But he, you know, he um, he connected the links and he um, put two and two together and 
uh, you know, the, we'll, we will talk about the uptake right there at the border. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on right there, and, um, you know, uptake in COVID cases. We're also going to talk about stimulus checks. There is some stimulus checks uh, more than likely going to be on the way to your home soon. So we're going to talk about those and we're going to talk about the back to work bonus. There is a back to work bonus that has been uh, talked about in the White House and has been talked about um, through a couple congressmen, a couple governors. Um, it's it's a, a you know a pretty decent it's a um, back to work bonus. It's a weekly bonus that you will get if you return to work. So we're going to talk about those. And we're also going to talk about did you guys see? Did you guys see on the news though the fires in the churches? Yeah, probably not because the media doesn't want to cover that. But anyway, there were um, people from all, all over. I mean, I think a lot of them were in California, but they were in a few different states. And they were going through and burning churches. But I want to talk about one specific. I think that one was in California. Maybe. We'll look at that. I think that was in California. He drove through the church. He drove his car through the church and then proceeded to set it on fire. The whole church burned. I mean, what the hell is going on in our country right now? So, first, I do want to speak. Unfortunately, we have to talk about it. I want to speak on the two police officers killed. The reason I say I'm angry with a lot of the media is because if you and, and um, I haven't, you know, watched m- much much of Fox News. I haven't watched much of news. Period. In the past few days, I've been kind of busy, so I haven't really haven't really tuned in. But when you Google, um, the, you know, the uh, Texas police officers that were killed. Every single one of them say two days ago. You know, the stories were posted two days ago. Excuse me. I can't find much. I can't find many updates about this case, you know, today. And I don't understand why the media is not pushing the updates out. I do understand why the fake news media isn't pushing it out because they don't care. The only time they care is when a white police officer kills a black man. That's the only time they care. So I do understand that, but I don't understand why Fox News and different companies haven't been post, you know, pushing it out more. And I mean, two days ago, they might have they might have ran a couple stories, but there's no big stories about it. And I think that their name should be shared everywhere. They were, um, you know, they, they had a badge on to protect and service. They were they were just doing their job and uh, didn't have a chance. So. I do want to go over go over that again. Like I said, I can't find anything else about it. But um, it was in Texas, McAllen, Texas. I'm going to read. It says two police officers who were responding to a disturbance call were killed Saturday in a South Texas town after a suspect met the officers at the door and shot them. Police say um, the shooting happened so quickly that, and this is quote quote our officers did not draw their weapons, did not fire, never stood a chance, never had a chance. And that was a quote from the McAllen, Texas Police Chief Victor Rodriguez, and that was a statement that he said to the media. Uh, the police department learned about the fatal shooting when other officers stopped by the scene to do a routine check, Rodriguez said. Uh, the officers were responding to reports of a violent disturbance. They were, it says, quote, they were doing their job. That's what we're supposed to do. That was from from Rodriguez as well. Uh, the officers uh, approached the door, you know, in the residence. So so they went to the door, and then uh, after meeting people outside of the house who reported that there was a disturbance inside, so there were people outside of the home that were reporting that there was a disturbance inside. They were speaking with them, and then they uh, went to the door. Basically, as soon as they went to the door, 
the door was open and they just started unloading on the police officers. The police officers never had any kind of chance at all. And then it says the suspect died by suicide after being confronted by police after the incident. Uh, Rodriguez identified the officers who were killed as El Domino, Gar- uh, Garreza Jr., and as Manuel Chavez, uh, 45 years old and 39 years old. And if I pronounced any of those names wrong, I do apologize. Um, but, you know, it's very sad. Listen, guys, that is two, that is two individuals that had wives and kids and they're no longer going to be able to go home to their um, family. They're never going to be able to go home to their children. Their children is never going to have a father. Their children doesn't have a father anymore. Because two idiots decided to unload on police officers. And listen, guys, I do have a take on this. I have an opinion and when I say an opinion, that's an opinion, okay? We have freedom of speech in our country. We have, I have the full right to share my own opinion. And I'm not saying this opinion is right. This is why I want the media to release me because I want to know more about it. I want to know exactly what happened. So to me, you know, it... it and I'm not saying this is right. I'm not saying it's it, it's true. I want, I'm, I'm a Republican. I actually try to wait for facts first. Uh, I don't want to just, you know, say stuff. But but this is my take on it. You know, with all that's going on in our country right now, there's a lot going on with the police officers. Everybody hates the police, and they want to shoot the police, and that's that and the other. So it would not surprise me one bit at all if this was set up, if somebody called the police, and told them, you know, there was a disturbance inside and they were ready for them at the door to kill the police officer. That could have been a setup. It could have been a whole shabam because they wanted to kill police. So they had them and they come to the door and they were already ready. I'm not saying that's true, but you know what? With the things that's going on with the events that's unfolding in our country today, it could, um, it's, it's very possible. Let's put it that way. It's very very, very possible. But, you know, anything can happen. That's why I want the media to release more. But um, I do, I'm very sincerely sorry to uh, the family of those police officers that, you know, their life was taken, taken while they were trying to, uh, trying to protect us and serve us. They were just doing their job. Just doing their job. They didn't do anything wrong at all. very sad um so i do want to go over the coronavirus just for a second uh so this is uh, directly from the cdc uh, total cases in the united states now are three million two hundred and ninety six thousand five hundred and ninety nine there were sixty thousand four hundred and sixty nine new cases and this is compared to yesterday's data Ju- uh, july 12th 2020 that's compared to the yesterday's data and also the deaths are as well. They are 134,884 and 300 new deaths compared to yesterday's data. So 60,000, basically 60,000 new cases and 312 new deaths. In the United States, there is a rise in uh, coronavirus cases. And they just saw there was a rise in coronavirus cases. But what we need to do is we need to sit down and figure out why there is a rise exactly in certain communities other than saying, well, yeah, everybody's going out. Yeah, listen, guys, everybody, 
is is going out. They 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 don't want to stay home anymore. Everything is opening back up. What do you think is going to happen? Really, what do you what what do you expect? You know, is going to happen. If you don't want to go out and get it, don't go out. You know, if you want to go out and get it, go out. If you have to go out, if you if you know you have to go get certain supplies, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Take your hand sanitizer, go in, go out. Okay, we. <laughs> I want to tell you a certain, let me see, Dr. Atlas, um, he came on Fox News to talk about reasons, um, you know, uh, things that can be linked to the rise in coronavirus cases. And he says coronavirus surges are mostly, are linked mostly to protests and proximity to the U.S. and Mexico border saying a proximity to the U.S. and Mexico border and the protest are reasons, major, major reasons um, linked to coronavirus rise. Says the recent surges in the U.S. uh, coronavirus cases can be traced to two key factors. Crowds of protesters and the proximity to the U.S.-Mexico border. Dr. Scott Atlas, uh, he's a senior fellow at the Hoover Institution, said Saturday night on Fox News. Uh, most of the cases in the Southwest California, Arizona, and Texas are occurring cl- in the counties closest to the U.S.-Mexico border. Um, let me see. It says, when you look, you know, at the southern uh, counties of California, Arizona, and the bordering counties of Texas uh, with the Mexico border, it says these are, you know, the most most of the uh, cases are really exploding. That's where the cases are having a huge uprise. And then you also have those people, you know, traveling to different places in the United States, and that's spreading it a lot. And then, of course, you know, people just going out and going out and going out. But there is, um, you know, major, a lot of the cases are linked to the U.S. border, the proximity to the U.S. border, uh, and Mexico border, excuse me, and then, you know, a lot of the protests. There's protests all over the United States. It's not just the major protests that you see. I mean, and even in just little towns, you have people out here protesting almost every single day, getting close to each other, screaming in the same megaphones, touching each other, getting close to each other. A lot of them don't have masks on. I mean, what do you, what do you expect to happen? And then the media, uh, you know, they show that, oh, this is... This is awesome, excuse me, that they're going out and protesting. and But, but then and Trump has a rally and, you know, they die. Oh, my God, he's going to kill everybody in America. Everybody, everybody's dead. You might as well just prepare to die. Trump had a rally, you know. That's the media for you. Uh, let me see. Spikes in Texas, Florida, and Arizona don't essentially line up with reopening, but Mexico surge in the recent protests that have gripped the U.S., um, Atlas said. When you uh, really look closely at these so-called reopening policies, whether it's in Georgia, Florida, or Texas, you know we really don't see a big correlation of cases and hospitalizations from that. He said that's really not true. That's some sort of sloppy thinking. He said, I think, again, we really have to look closely at why these things are happening, and that's very true. We do. We have to look very closely at why these things are happening. Because, see, my opinion, I'll tell you right now, I think that the Democratic Party is doing a lot to stir this up. I, you know, I, I think, it, you know, it's, it's bad, you know, it's, you have to be careful. But I think that the Democrats are stirring this up a lot. And a lot of these deaths, it's crazy, because a lot of these deaths are being reported as coronavirus cases, even though 
there, there's something else. I mean, I've seen a bunch of cases to where the autopsy comes back and they're in there, you know, they write them down from dying from one thing, but since it's not conclusive, they say it's not a hundred percent. It's not conclusive, so they'll write coronavirus on it and not even t- not even see if they have the coronavirus. So there's people that are dying and they're writing it down, you know, as not the coronavirus. So I think the Democrats are stirring this up a lot because look, guys, what is Trump's biggest accomplishment? That's we talk a lot about accomplishments. What is Trump's biggest accomplishment, guys? It is his economy. It is the Trump economy. The Trump economy is the most successful economy in, in, in American history. So, you know, I, I think they're stirring a pot up a lot to make sure that the economy is not the way it was getting closer and closer and closer to the elections. Um, and then he also says a, a setup to spread cases. That's a quote. It says they correlate mainly two things. The big thousands and thousands of people with protesting, sharing, megaphones, screaming. That's a setup to spread capeless. cases, Atlas said. And then, quote, and also when you look at the analysis of the border counties, there is a tremendous amount of cases coming over the border and exchanging with families in the northern Mexico states. And um, he also explained that hospital capacity situation in Texas and Arizona. Um, so the real concern that I see going on right now is that there's hospitals clearly getting crowded in ICUs. That is a, clearly a concern. The crowding is from restatement of regular medical care, which is very important. We have locked that down uh, before, and, and that policy heals people. We don't want to go back to that. So basically, he's saying that there's a massive correlation, there's a massive correspondence of people coming over the border, and then when they come over the border, they have the coronavirus, and then when they have the coronavirus, they come into the hospitals, and then people in the hospitals get them, and they go into stores, people in the stores get them. A lot of them are visiting or traveling, they go back and give it to somebody else, and then, you know, if they go out and meet somebody that's traveling, and, you know, they they, they, they get close to somebody just at a store, they don't even know each other, they're traveling, that person has coronavirus and brings it across the United States. So that's a very smart analysis, and, you know, we, we need to look closely at these things. I think that's a very smart view, and I think it's very true. And then also the protests, that's obvious. There's thousands and thousands of people out here, and, you know, the coronavirus is spreading everywhere. The media says, oh, no, the protest, there's no... So basically what the Democrats are saying is if you're protesting, the coronavirus just kind of does a wave over it and just shoots over you. The coronavirus is blocked from that. They found some magical device that they can set up during protest, and the coronavirus will just, you know, suck the coronavirus in, and nobody there will get the coronavirus. But they won't allow them to use those machines at Trump rallies. So at Trump rallies, you know, you can't get the coronavirus. You will get the coronavirus for sure, 100%. So basically, if you're protesting, you know, then you're good. It won't, it, it won't bother you. I promise that's what they're saying. I mean, these guys... These guys just the the goal that they have sometimes. I do want to actually talk about a few accomplishments that uh, President Trump has done, but first I want to talk about the back to work bonuses. There is back to work bonuses that President Trump has been looking at. Okay. Um. Also, I do want to speak just real quick. I want to say that Trump executive order, he done a um, he done an executive order suspending guest workers uh, program. So Trump helps my it, it helps minorities and vulnerable workers. So I think that's very good. But we are going to talk about the 
the Trump back to work bonus. And this is what it could look like, okay? The Republicans are existing. They do not want the extension of the $600 expanded unemployment benefit the Democrats do. Which really, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to side with the Democrats this time, guys. I think if there's a lot of situations. Like, I'm in a situation I really can't go out. I don't want to go out because my father is, um, he's had two lung surgeries. He's very sick. So, I do not want to get him, you know, I do not want to give him the coronavirus. Just different situations, or you know, the person could be sick themselves. I think they need to take a look and do a few things on, you know, a few adjustments on that. But they, anyway, they do not want the six hundred dollars unemployment implemented in the CARES Act that they that they signed in March. The Trump administration signed. So he wants to do a back to work bonus. The goal of the bonus would be to provide an initiative for people uh, who render the market. And it says, while the White, House, the White House has not put forth its the idea of its own, they are just, you know, they're talking about it right now. They want to get everything, they want to get everything right, so they're talking about everything right now. They're working working with different local communities to do that, and there's a number of, number of proposals already circulating um, that would, you know, be uh, considering back-to-work bonuses. Here is a look at what they are. $450 weekly bonus. So no matter where you work or what you do, you will automatically get $450 extra every single week that you get paid. So a $450 weekly bonus. Ohio Republican Senator uh, Rob Portman has put a plan that would provide individuals returning to work with a temporary $450 a week payment on top of their wages for several weeks. Says this would uh, encourage folks to continue safely returning to their old jobs uh, or newly available jobs while bolstering the economy. And you know it's a very good idea. It is a very very smart idea. Um, then we're gonna stimulus checks now. Uh, second stimulus checks would be smaller. Larry Kudlow, the ec- the economic advisor for Trump, he said, the economic advisor for President Trump says that. Um, the stimulus checks would be smaller. And I'm getting all this information right here off Fox Business. So um, $1,200 worth of payments is what it says. I don't understand how that's smaller. But Texas Republican Kevin Brady has proposed turning unemployment benefits into a bonus of turning to work. Specifically, it would give workers two weeks worth of $600 payments if they find a job or $1,200. Specifically, it would give workers two weeks worth of $600 payments if they find a job for $1,200. Unless we can reconnect these workers with the Main Street businesses soon, the businesses may no longer be there. That's very, very true. There were a Republican leader of the House and Ways um, and Means House Ways and Means Committee uh, said in a statement that this proposal was an important part of preventing a prolonged recession. And, and you know, that's very true. There's a lot of economic um, geniuses, a lot of economic advisors, very, very smart people, um, Republicans and Democrats, very smart people that are saying, you know, it could lead into a recession. And, you know, if you sit down and think about it, you know, there's going to be a lot of businesses that lose jobs if people do not go back to work soon. So we're going to have to figure something out to get people back to work. But we also need different ways if you have um, reasons that you cannot go to work. We need ways that you are going to be able to get payments, you know, and be able to provide and, 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 and help your family survive during this pandemic. Um, and, you know, then we need to go ahead and get a vaccine so that way everybody can go back to work and go back to a normal life. Um, 
Brady is among the Republicans who believe the additional $600 distribution or additional $600 distributed as unemployment insurance under the CARES Act has forced business owners uh, to complete in order to lure workers back to their jobs. So they want the $600 raised from unemployment, but they want to be able to do a back-to-work bonus, and I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to cut the unemployment... But, um, you know, the House may be able to pass something, and I hope they do. I hope they're able to get extended unemployment. But, guys, if the coronavirus cases keep rising like they are right now, everything is going to have to shut back down, and then they're going to have to do the unemployment again. I promise you it's going to end up happening. When everybody starts to go back to work, I don't care how safe you are, there is going to be a lot of coronavirus cases, even if it's not true, even if it's just a spread rumor by the, uh, by the Democratic Party, there will be businesses shut down everywhere, I promise you. Economists are warning that without these funds, the U.S. economy uh, recovery could be uh, derailed because unemployment individuals may not be able to meet their regular payment obligations. That's very, very soon. Because the additional $600 will expire on July 31st. And without action from lawmakers, more than 19 million individuals uh, that were receiving these benefits has ended June. So that's great. So yeah, guys, that's... (laughs) That's what's up there. That's what's up there. It's pretty crazy. You know, I do want to mention something real quick. Uh, my sister has been down for a couple weeks now. She flew down from New Jersey. So we decided that we wanted to go eat at Cracker Barrel. So me and my sister and her girlfriend and my aunt all went to Cracker Barrel. We uh, and, and then a couple days later, our local news company, actually yesterday, our local news company breaks in and says, Cracker Barrel, you know, there, there's all, if, you, if you've been there in the last 14 days, please quarantine. Uh, there was 180 cases that are connected to Cracker Barrel, guys. 180 from one Cracker Barrel. Um, cases connected. All the employees had it. Almost every single one of the employees had it. I mean, it's wild. You're shutting the store down, and I have been there. So I'm going to watch myself and make sure I do not get sick. I'm trying to keep distance from my father. You uh, wash my hands plenty. Use plenty of sanitizer and disinfectants for the house. So... We'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about, I'm almost done here, guys. The next thing I want to talk about is the church fires. I mean, you know, absolutely insane. There were um, a bunch of churches. So listen to this. A slew of Catholic churches from Florida to California. from Florida to California. From Florida to California were burned and vandalized over the weekend as police continue to investigate whether they... Uh, whether they are not or are connected to protest targeting symbols and statues. Following George Floyd's police-related death in May, Black Lives Matter leaders and protesters called for the toppling of statues from uh, from Confederate symbols to former U.S. presidents and uh, and you know activists. So activist Sean King called for all images depicting Jesus as a white European and his mother to be torn down. They wanted Jesus to be torn down, a statue of Jesus to be torn down. Basically, he's a white supremacist. This is basically is basically what they're saying that Jesus is a white supremacist now. So he just he doesn't like black people either. <laughs> you cannot make this stuff up it's absolutely crazy it's insane it's insane guys Mm-mm-mm. it was racist propaganda and white supremacy they want Mary and Jesus both to be torn down churches are being burned to the ground I mean our world has gone to hell listen to this so 
Um, Stephen Anthony Shields, 24, was arrested and charged with attempted murder, arson, burglary, and evading arrest. He told investigators what he did was awesome and then and that he was on a mission and he smiled and laughed while attempting to set churches ablaze. And they talk about Republicans. They say we're out here just killing black people left and right and this and the other. No. The only time that Black Lives Matters, okay, to you, to your group, Black Lives Matter, listen, the only time that Black Lives Matter to you, the only time that Black Lives Matters to the fake news media, the only time that Black Lives Matter to Hollywood is when it is a white police officer that takes that life, and it is bullshit. That is exactly what they do. So, guys, in my recent podcast, you know what I told you guys? I told you guys to please, if you're a Democrat, okay, and you truly care about black lives, this was, I think, Friday. I said, guys, okay, so I want you to go Monday, and I want you to research how many uh, people were shot in Chicago, how many black Americans were killed by other black Americans in Chicago. I said, I want you to look at that Monday, just over the weekend, see how many people were killed in Chicago over the weekend. And then I want you to see how many of those people that Black Lives Matters puts all over the media and shares their name because they don't. The only time that they care is if it is a white police officer that takes that black life. And then I want you guys to know that there are more white officers killed, excuse me, more white people killed than black people in our country every year. And then you got to look at those and see how many were justified and unjustified and I promise you you're gonna find that 99% of these cases were justified so then that shadows your whole thing so you understand this not not emotion not opinion I'm telling you straight facts so the facts the statistics the facts the actual truth that happens in our country is um, there are more white people killed. Okay, that's a fact. And then another fact, almost 90 every single one of these cases, basically, almost, almost every one of them, w- the officer was not in the wrong. So that shatters your whole statement about police officers killing people because it's just not true. You have to look at facts. You cannot listen to what people tell you, to what Hollywood, your favorite celebrity tells you, or, or Facebook and Instagram tell you. You have to think for your own. You have to actually research and look at facts. That's why I'm a Republican. So I told you to look at how many people were killed in Chicago, right? So I'm going to do it for you because I'm needing you Democrats. I know you did not go research because you know that your that your fantasy is going to be destroyed. Listen to this. 50 shot, 9 killed this weekend so far. There was a 15-year-old shot and listen to God, guys, listen to this. There was a 1-year-old baby, a 1-year-old black baby that was shot while in her stroller. She was shot and killed while in her stroller at one years old. Why does that black life not matter to the fake news media? Why does her life not matter to Hollywood? Why does her life not matter to Black Lives Matter? That's why I say all lives matter. Because all lives do matter. It doesn't matter if it... Listen, guys. All lives matter. When you say black lives matter, what you're saying is the only black life that matters to me is if a white police officer takes it. I don't care about anybody else. That's exactly what you're saying. You need to stop taking the bait from the media and you need to sit down and think for yourself. Don't let other people tell you your opinion. You have your own.
It's crazy. I do want to tell you guys, guys, though, I'm pretty, pretty impressed um, with with all the Trump supporters that we have. So um, I told you the other uh, on a recent podcast, if you guys didn't listen to that one. So I went out and I've never seen this before in my life. On the corner of the road, on the other side of the road, um, there was massive Trump flags flying everywhere. There was a big stand and they're selling all Trump stuff. I mean, there was big, gigantic Trump flags all the way around that big canopy. It was like a big canopy set up. So, of course, I had to go over there. I was not, <laughs> I wasn't going to pass it up. So, I turned around and went over there, went over there and checked everything out. They had all kinds of stuff for sale. So, I got a couple new hats. Mine's been all over the United States at Trump rallies. It's starting to get a little wore out. I got a couple new hats. I got a few new bumper stickers. I got a shirt, and then I got two new flags. Um, one of them's awesome. I've never seen it. I actually think it's their copyright design. Um, it's got, um, it's an American flag with President Trump on it. And, you know, it's got his thumbs up. It says, Making America Great Again. But the other one says, Trump 2020, no more bullshit. Um, so, so guys, I get a shirt. Anyway, the point of the story is I, I get this shirt on the front. It's just, you know, on the corner. The left corner says FNN Fake News Network. And then the on the pack of it, it has a like a cartoon character image of President Trump. Straight up, he's pissing. He's taking a piss on the CNN logo. So I got that shirt. So I wear that shirt out. We went to Walmart. It's a subway. Stopped to grab a bite to eat. It was me and my sister and her girlfriend. So we went to Subway to get a bite to eat. Went to um, Walmart. Went a couple other places. But every single place that I went in, I had at least four or five people. They didn't want to, you know, they didn't want to announce that they were Trump supporters, but they would walk over to me quietly and they'd be like, hey man, I love that shirt. I love your shirt, man. I love your shirt. I love your hat. I said that shirt's awesome. I actually had two different people take a picture of it. They said, "Can I please take a picture of your shirt?" There, everybody loved it. I mean, ever I talked to at least just from Subway and Walmart guys. I talked to, and this is no exaggeration. I bet fifteen different people, you know, stopped and was like, "Hey, I love your shirt. I love your hat. That shirt's awesome." Had a couple people take a picture of it. So you know what that tells me? There's a lot of people that is, again, the silent majority. They tell you they don't like Trump. They tell you they hate him. They do not like him. But in the silently, what they end up doing is going to vote for President Trump. And I think that's awesome. The silent majority. You know, they walked up to me. I love it. I love it. Said so thank you, guys. I appreciate it. So I think that's very cool that there is a lot of... You know, Trump supporters that don't say they are, but they really are. I think that's, I think that's a very cool thing. And I told you guys to end the podcast. I, I did tell you guys I was going to go over a few accomplishments and some of the success of the Trump administration. So I am going to go just a couple of those. I'm going to go over just, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to go over just a few of those. No, guys, I do not have the coronavirus. That is called the Marlboro virus. <laughs> I smoke I smoke cigarettes. I don't need to. That's, that's why I'm coughing and stuff, guys, and, and, and occasionally taking a drink. It's the Marlboro virus. <coughs> so, um, 
just in the podcast, I'm going to go over just a few of the uh, accomplishments, guys. Please push these out. Keep pushing these accomplishments out. There's a lot of people that doesn't know all the great things that our president has done. Please push as many accomplishments. If you need to find accomplishments, go to the same website that I am using some of the references from. Go to whitehouse.gov, okay, and you can find all the accomplishments of President Trump just from the White House website. And you need to push those out to people. The election is getting closer, and just please let people know all the great things that our amazing president has done. So a lot of these, most of these guys are lower than they were, at, you know, before the coronavirus started because they are as of 2018. So they never declined. They always got better through 2019. So a lot of these records, you got to understand they're better because they grew through the year of 2019. So almost 4 million jobs, and it is more now, they grew in 2019. Uh, 4 million jobs created since the election. You know what that means? That's 4 million new jobs. So that is more, that is that many more people that is going to be able to feed their family. That is that many more people that is going to be able to survive. That is that many more people that's going to be able to make sure their family has a roof over their head and food on their table. Shoes on their feet. Created more than 400,000 manufacturing jobs since the election. Remember when Obama said, oh, you have to have a magic wand. You have to wave a magic wand. You can't bring manufacturing jobs back. No, you just have to have a backbone to stand up to other countries. And you also don't have to, you can't want money. That's why these politicians do that. They send it over there because they get more money in their pocket. At the end of the day, they get more money in their pocket. They're corrupt. President Trump came in and said, I'm rich. I'm a billionaire. I do not need your money. I don't need any more money. Uh, so I'm bringing the jobs back. He said, all I want is Americans to have jobs. So 400,000 manufacturing jobs. When he brings your job back from overseas to the United States, that means that there are more people that's, and that's what we care about at the end of the day. That means there are more people going to be able to survive. That's more people that's going to be able to feed their family. That is more people that is going to be able to thrive in our world. And then you have to think in that community, the economy grows because those people, that are that are keeping their family fed and safe and comfortable and and you know have a residence those people are also putting money into the community into the economy and then the economy is thriving and just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going you don't understand how significant four million jobs is and then more americans employed than ever before in our history and then four hundred thousand manufacturing jobs People doesn't realize the significance of that. There's so many more people. And then the economy is growing and they're able to put more jobs into that community. And it just keeps growing. It keeps growing. keeps growing. Everybody knew, even if they didn't like him, they knew in 2016 that if even if he didn't do anything else good, that his economy would be great. Everybody knows that in the back of their mind. They're like, damn, that man runs a good economy. The, the same thing where you had to have a magic wand. Manufacturing jobs are growing at the fastest rate in more than three decades. Economic growth last quarter hit 4.2%. Now listen to this, guys. New unemployment claims hit a 49-year low. 49 years. So there are less people in the United States. A significant amount less. So less people in the United States are 
filing for unemployment. So that means that, you know what that means, guys? They don't need it. That means that they are working, they are surviving comfortably, they have jobs. If they don't like that job, they can quit and leave because there's other jobs with help on its signs in the window. That means they don't need unemployment. That means that they, they don't need the unemployment benefits, that they are working, they are surviving, they are feeding their family. That is what we care about at the end of the day in the United States of America. So listen to this African-American unemployment, Hispanic-American unemployment, and Asian-American unemployment hit the lowest unemployment rate ever. So every single, so all the people in our, our minority communities are working now more than ever. That means that they are feeding their family. They are surviving better. They are, they have, they're living a lot better. Um, you know, and then their, their, their community is growing there because, you know, they have to pay all these taxes to help schools and help businesses and help, you know, the city and these different things. So all that is growing because now you have more people working and their economy just thrives and it just keeps thriving and increasing. I don't understand why they cannot at least put that on the news. That's how much they hate the man. Women's unemployment and, you know, women, women unemployment recently at the lowest rate in six, five years. Okay. Everybody says that Trump hates women and women hate Trump. Now that is very incorrect. Okay, I will tell you, I have been firsthand. I have been to a bunch of Trump rallies. I have been to many, many, many Trump rallies. And I will tell you right now that there are a lot of women that support him. So listen, this is a fact, not this is another fact. Okay, more women have donated, actually more than half. So more than half of the contributions of the donations to the 2020 Trump campaign for president has um, is more than half of women have contributed. So it's women that's contributing more than half of all the donations to the Trump campaign for 2020. But he hates women and women hate him. No, no, that's very untrue. And I'll tell you right now, there's a lot of diversity in those crowds too. There's a lot of Hispanics, Asians, and there's a lot of um, African-Americans. If you want to go see it for yourself, go to a Trump rally. Don't act stupid. Don't act like a dumbass. Go in there and actually look at the people that's there. If that's how you want to judge it, please go look at the people that's there because there's a lot of diversity. But what you need to do is you need to stop taking the bait from the media. You need to sit down and make your own opinion and actually have a good conversation with us. When I see, this is why I'm so good at debating. Because when I have an opinion, I make sure that I have facts to back that opinion up. I build my opinions off facts. Democrats don't do that. They build their opinion off emotion. The youth unemployment lowest rate. It's the lowest rate ever, lowest unemployment rate ever recorded for Americans with a high school diploma. So Americans that didn't go to high school are working now more than ever. There's almost 3.9 million Americans that have been lifted off food stamps since the election. I mean, it just keeps going on and on. And then I will say one more thing. The, the um, First Step Act. The First Step Act is an initiative. It's a prison reform that should have been done years ago. It is targeted to mostly black Americans. So mostly black Americans that are working or excuse me, in jail, they are now able to, if you know, minor crimes, certain crimes, they are now uh, trying to release them and getting them out of jail. They are taking them and helping them get a job. Once they get a job, there are programs that, that President Trump, alongside with Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian was a lot of help on this project as well, along with Kanye West. So President Trump 
Um, you know, it's the first step back. He's selling the first step back. You know, they help them get jobs, and then after jobs, they will help them get homes. They will try to help them get homes. After they try to get them help, try to get them homes, help them get homes, they will then get them transportation. So once they get a job, they automatically have transportation. President Trump and Kim Kardashian have set up a thing with Uber and Lyft and all these, you know, these, these sharing ride companies. So Lyft and Uber, they are trying to get places, to, you know, transportation companies or taxis or whatever the case may be to where, you know, they have transportation, free transportation to work until they put themselves in a better spot. They are also helping them with drug rehabilitation. If they are addicted to drugs, they will help them with drugs. Do you want that's making a real difference? Here's the difference between Trump and all these other people. Democrats get up on TV and, and, and all the celebrities and they say, We're we're so sorry to the to all the black community. We love you. They say we love you. The Democrat excuse me, the Republicans hate you. They don't like you. We're the ones that like you. That's why you need to vote for us. We love you. President Trump doesn't do that. He doesn't get up there and do this big story. He actually puts in work and he actually helps the black community. That's the difference. President Trump actually puts in work. He succeeds at his work. And and it's um and there's a huge effect in a positive way out of what he does. Certainly the first step back. So they help him get out of jail and they help him get jobs. And then they help them, you know, get transportation. They help them get a home. It's targeted more towards, you know, the, the, the black community. But, you know, there's different, different people that, that's in, the, in you know, that, that um, get help as well. But I do think that people need to start looking at all the accomplishments first and all the facts. People need to look at facts before they make an opinion. Um, I'm going to be releasing, you know, a little, I'll, I'll release another podcast tomorrow. And I actually, I have one that I'm going to release before this. So I have two podcasts that I'm releasing today because some of this, some portions of this podcast are actually a follow up of the last one. So I'm going to go ahead and hop off here, guys. Thank you so much for joining Thank you for listening to all my other podcasts. I have two today. Please listen. And please, guys, if, if there's any way possible, give me a share. Give me a like. Give me a shout out. I am rising in, in, in views. I'm getting a lot more views every single time I post. So I do appreciate all of your support from the Trump Support Nation, guys. Um, thank you very much. I'll be releasing another podcast tomorrow. And also, keep up with me on Twitter Keep up with me on Facebook, all the social media, because soon I will be posting a giveaway, guys. I'll be posting a giveaway of $50 um, for, you know, I'll send it through PayPal, $50 to whatever you want to spend it on. And all you have to do is like and comment on our post. So I'll be doing that very soon, guys. Thank you so much for joining Trump Support Nation. This is your host, Charles Ambergy. All of you have a very blessed day. And once again, hashtag Trump 2020.